Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. It's Monday. Welcome to a Monday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Seth's going to start out producing. Elliot's going to be here a little bit later, uh, and we hope to have a good show with you today. Uh, Gator Gymnastics coach Jenny Rowland's going to be here live in studio in about uh, 15 minutes. They've got a nice event coming up tonight. It's Gator Gymnastics Hype Night, and it uh, should be a fun night. She'll tell you all about it and a sneak peek ahead to her team. They begin their regular season in just a few short weeks. Today is the first day of the dreaded transfer portal. And there are already some big names in there. Devin O'Leary, quarterback at NC State. <coughs> Excuse me. Slovis, the former USC quarterback, Pitts quarterback. All the ACC quarterbacks are going. There's a lot of them that are going out. Osiris Torrance declaring for the NFL draft. We don't know if he'll play in the bowl game or not. And uh, if you're surprised by the Las Vegas Bowl, you shouldn't be. That's what a lot of people uh, had thought would happen. Uh, You're getting a team in Oregon State that is on the rise. Uh, Oregon State not long ago was was an afterthought in the Pac-12. They're they're on the rise now. And they've not been hit by what I can see anyway, hit heavily by the transfer portal. So we'll get into that, I hope, as the days go by. So we'll talk about that Gator Hoops. Impressive win. Started out slowly, but Beat former Gator assistant Donnie Jones' Stetson team. Gator women weren't great against winless Dayton, but they did beat them. So both those teams coming out with wins. And then I got I to gotta tell you this. The committee, the playoff committee, got it right. A, a lot of times... They get criticized for what they do, and I get it. If they would have dropped TCU out of the top four after the game they played against Kansas State after being unbeaten, that would have been a travesty. They got it right. And for a change, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. But for a change, another conference besides the SEC gets two teams in. The Big Ten gloating today because Michigan and Ohio State get in. And you know what? Good. The only thing that would have been hard for me if I were on that committee, remember, Ohio State was 5 Alabama was six before the games this weekend. They didn't play. 
Can you imagine what would have happened had they put Alabama above Ohio State after that? They couldn't. They couldn't possibly do that. And yes, it's tough when the last thing you saw from Ohio State is getting blasted on their home field, but it was their only loss. Prime time. Let me tell you, whether you like him, whether you don't like him, he's going to do what the cars do, baby. They're going to shake it up because he's already told his team. He met with them. Y'all transfer. Y'all, y'all got out of here. See ya. And you know what? I get it. I, if I'm Deion Sanders, if I tell a room full of those Colorado kids, get out of here, I want to see who's going to tell me, no. No, I, I, no. So right away, he kind of sets the bar like, and, and I'm telling you, he picked the perfect place. Why? Colorado's been God awful. Now, do you expect Deion Sanders to come in there and get him to the championship? I, I don't know. But he's going to get recruits because of who he is. His kid's going to come quarterback, right? He's going to get some kids there. And it might take a couple of years, but in the transfer portal now, if you get you know, the right dudes, you can get good quick. And it's interesting, um, he's already gotten one recruit already. And it's a four-star kid. Kid's name is Watkins. He's a four-star wide receiver. Um, and he is from the state of Florida. Yeah. So what's going to happen when Deion Sanders comes down here and starts plucking talent out of the state of Florida? Okay? So the kid said he chose uh, Sanders because he's an incredible coach who can help him grow as a player and a person. We'll see. But right away, right away, he comes in there and gets somebody. And that's not going to go away either. So, a lot to talk about today, I hope. 392-8255. You can email S. Russell at WRUF.com. And again, um, Jenny Rowland will be here in just a few minutes. What do you got, Seth? Well, it's funny because you bring up Colorado. And it's basically, right, Steve, it's been a, a cesspool, you know, to, to get anybody to go to Boulder. I was just looking up for you. The biggest boosters at Colorado where the money comes from? The Coleman family. What's the Coleman family? A $250 million donation within Is that the last the, decade? The Coleman, uh, like the, the thermoses and all that? Hewlett Packard. Oh, okay. So the whole thing, they need money. Billionaires. You know what I mean? Every, every, I think what sometimes people forget, even my alma mater, Western Michigan, has billionaire boosters. There, there's always somebody that's really, really rich. Rich also, one of the big money entities at Colorado, British Petroleum, oil money. So to think that they're not going to be able for to compete in the NIL is just crazy. Just yep. to, I just wanted to give you the, like, oh, they can't win there. Here's some big money coming in there. Yes, and they already have. So they've already gotten more, more NIL money. So they're going to compete right away. Tony says he would have left Georgia out. 
not sure I trust Michigan to beat TCU. Yeah, and Harbaugh already had to answer questions about going to the NFL. Uh, Charles CJ says, if teams ranked three and four lose to teams not ranked in the top ten, why don't the teams formerly ranked five and six move up to three and four? This has been the procedure for the past ten years. The Las Vegas will be lucky to get ten to twenty thousand in attendance. Um, well, because again, just because you're not ranked in the top uh, three or four, CJ doesn't mean that you don't have cachet. They lost TCU lost to Kansas State, which is in the top ten. You're going to hold that law their only loss against them for that? You're not. You're just not going to do that. So that that that's that's not going to happen. And then, you know, when it comes to what happened with the other ones, right? USC got hammered. They had to drop. Well, who's the next team at number five? Ohio State. They didn't play, but Nobody's going to leapfrog him because the rest of the guys behind him didn't play much either. Daryl, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. I'm, I'm glad you brought up. I was a little worried today about Deion Sanders. But I'm a big fan of his. I've been following him since he went to Jacksonville. I love what he's done there. He's taking some criticisms for leaving. But I just like him as a person, his brassness. I like it. But like you said, he went right inside the meeting with the They filmed it videotape it and, you know, say, if you don't want to be here, hit the portal because it's going to be one way, one sheriff in here. So I kind of like what he's doing there. The only thing I want Carter Water to do is do what Florida did way back in the day is with Jamie McCluskey because I used to work for athletics, and they brought him in straight out of the NCAA office. Get somebody there to help him navigate through all these rules and everything, make sure he doesn't cross any lines, but I think he's going to do wonders there um, at Carter Water. So I just really like what he's doing. And that portal, back to the point of recruiting, how can you sit and say, how can we say as Gator fans or any fan of any school saying that we're proud of a top ten class? Because that class, a year later, is maybe a top 30 class. Because it's just these kids, they are moving, which is good. But you can't sit, you know, sit there and put your hat on recruiting now. That's a little hard to do. Because I'm seeing all these guys last year with four stars, five stars, and they're moving. Yes. Yes, and, and that's going to be part of the changing landscape, Daryl, because of that, right? I, I've always been a proponent before all this of waiting a couple of years to rate a recruiting class because of, you know, right. is, is the kid any good? Does he play? Defections, et cetera. But now you can't even do it, you can't even do it that way because it's going to fluctuate so much every year. You can't even do that. Absolutely so. But I'm, I'm a big fan of Deion Sanders. I hope he's, you know, he's very successful. But I do want Colorado to get him because he's, you know, he's got to stay on those rules because he's going to be watched with the microscope. So just get him somebody from out of the office, the NCAA office, or, you know, somebody that really knows the ins or outs of all the rules, NIL, everything. Okay. Academically. So, but anyway, I appreciate it. Steve. Okay. Thank you, Daryl. 1213, time check brought to you by Hayes Shirley. Up next. Gator Gymnastics coach Jenny Rowland joins us live here in the studio to tell you about a big event they have coming up tonight. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Sywick. 
to wrap up week 13 of the NFL season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the New Orleans Saints. The Bucs are currently 5-6 and six on the season and sit at the top of the NFC South. Catch live coverage starting right here at 7.30. Also in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers have released quarterback Baker Mayfield. In Florida football news, junior right guard Osiris Torrance has declared for the 2023 NFL Draft. Torrance has not said whether he will join the Gators in the Las Vegas Bowl on December 17th. And the Florida women's basketball team is now 8-1 on the season, following a victory over Dayton on Sunday. The Gators will return to action tomorrow as they host Presbyterian. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Silek. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, the Roadheaver Boys Ranch in Polak has been helping at-risk young boys for years and years. And now they need your help to help make this continue to happen. The way you can do it, if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle, truck, RV, boat, just about any kind of vehicle, please consider donating it to the Roadheaver Boys Ranch because the kids there take these uh, vehicles, they refurbish them, and then they resell them. Your donations tax deductible go a long way towards helping a really great cause, and your generosity in this case does a heck of a lot of good. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Available at participating dealers while supplies last. It's the most wonderful time of the year, the holidays. AAA says more Americans than ever will be hitting the road this holiday season. And if you're one of them, do yourself a favor and visit Dave Mays Automotive before you hit the road. Dave Mays Automotive is a full-service automotive repair facility, and not only do they fix problems, they can help prevent them too. You've probably heard of the famous Dave Mays Automotive Bug Check. That's where they go over your entire vehicle with a fine-tooth comb and identify any potential issues before they arise. Travel in peace with the knowledge you'll arrive safe and sound. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. 
I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Welcome back to Sports Team. We will take your phone calls, questions, and comments. But first, uh, I believe this is the first time gymnastics has had an event like this. Am I right, Mary, the thing tonight? Oh, wow, since 1998. Okay. One of my favorite people is here. Gymnastics coach Jenny Rollins here. I'll let her take this away because you have a big event coming up tonight. It sounds like a lot of fun. So tell us about it. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, sure. It is Hype Night tonight. Uh, this will be our first so-called Hype Night in the O'Connell Center. And it's a great opportunity for all of the fans, uh, Gator fran- fans, to come out and uh, support Gators Gymnastics, watch their favorite Gators gymnasts, and get some autographs tonight. So uh, everybody's... Uh, Hopefully excited for a great season, um, and they're going to see just a, a really uh, uh, a good chance to see uh, this team, you know, getting prepared for uh, what is to what is to be a great season. This is designed, I would imagine, for fans showcase your team and your kids. You can have some celebrity judges evaluate some of the routines and. Some other people are going to have a chance to do routines as well? Absolutely. We're going to have all of our athletes, um, if they're capable of, of going out and showing something safely, that's what we're going to do. It's really early in the season still. Um, but we're going to go out, do some, uh, definitely do some bar and beam routines, um, and uh, definitely some floor routines on floor. Um, not necessarily full tumbling, but everybody's going to get a chance to see all the gator chomps. You just brought up something, and I never would have guessed this. But you said it's early, it's right? Early. And, you know, you just like, if you go out to football practice, this is the third or fourth day, we, we hit. Well, explain that process in terms of getting from where you are now, Jenny, to getting ready for the actual start of the season. Right. This is something that we typically do in our gym, and we will have our orange and blue inner squad on Thursday. Um, but this is an opportunity where all of our fans uh, can come and watch and an opportunity where our athletes can actually get out on the arena floor, on the competition um, equipment, uh, you know, feel the lights, you know, feel the, feel the energy in the O-Dome. And, um, you know, just it, it's part of the process. Get those kinks worked out, you know, feel those butterflies, uh, figure out how to uh, manage those butterflies, how to navigate, uh, have a lot of fun with our teammates. Um, and get out there and, you know, perform some some great routines. You have a lot of your routines back. A lot of veterans are back on this team, and we're going to see some new faces too. Do you like the mix of your group? Absolutely. We have some great returners, um, a lot of seasoned seniors uh, and super seniors, and uh, a great mix of of incoming. We've got two true freshmen, um, and then we have – 
two transfers, um, which are new to <laughs> to the Gators, and um, a new freshman that was not able to uh, compete last year, uh, Morgan Hurd. Um, so, you know, we, we have a good mix of new and um, veterans alike. Every year, every team is a little different. Every team chemistry-wise is different. But I know we talked, and you were really happy with last year's group, about the chemistry of that group. What do you see so far with this one? Absolutely. No, this year, uh, it, it is. Every year is different, and every athlete's different. So from year to year, no no athlete is the same and has the uh, same makeup as they did. Uh, very A lot of similarities from year to year, but you see a lot of growth in many ways as well. Um, this year, I would say this team uh, is very intentional. Um, they're very intentional in the gym um, with practices, uh, with what they're doing inside the gym, with what they're doing outside the gym and how they're doing it. Um, and you can just tell they're on a mission. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Of all the years we've done this, I've never asked this, and I think I know the answer, but look, fans like to see wins. They like to see teams that win. That, that's a given. But you've already sold out what four of the five right and as a, on our way to it again this year so my my bottom line question is why why is this sport here so successful we have we've sold out 10 of our last 12 home meets um it's a sport that Anybody and everybody you ask, they say, yeah, I love watching gymnastics. I love watching it on TV. I watch it at the Olympics. I watch it here and there. I, I tell them, you come to one gymnastics meet, and you will understand why a NCAA gymnastics is hands down one of the best sports to watch. Um, and number two, being in the O-Dome, seeing the Gator teams uh, compete year after year after year, not just winning, uh, they may win, they may be close to winning, but bottom line, you can see the true joy and uh, spirit behind what they're doing. They love competing for each other, they love competing for the Gators, and uh, the athleticism of these young women are just remarkable. It's funny you brought that up, because I think when you uh, talk about tennis, gymnastics, swimming, you know, it, th there's athletes in football, there's athletes in basketball, but, you know, you, you were a competitor. How has the sport changed in your view, Jenny, in terms of the athlete, you know, how much more competitive they might be or, or how much a better an athlete they might be now than maybe a few years ago? Well, I think just over the last couple of years, especially in our sport in NCAA gymnastics, you've seen Olympians come to college after the Olympics. You've seen world championship team members, national team members come to college after they're finished and not necessarily go pro. With NIL now, that's that's changed the landscape. And we have Olympians, we have former national team members uh, joining the NCAA ranks. And uh, it just elevates the competition na nationwide and uh, just, just makes for, you know, such a high level competitive sport. Um, we can, you know, we, we, we can shine and stand on that alone. Uh, four or five years, well, actually three or four years ago, we wouldn't even be talking NIL, but it's part of the landscape now. Mm -hmm. How do you handle that? Do, you, do the kids get talked to when they do their deals? How, how is that landscape navigated? Uh, I would 
would say the the gymnasts in general across the country um, have benefited very well. Very marketable, very likable um, young women, um, very intelligent, and within our team specifically, I'm very grateful uh, to say that um, these these young women do a fantastic job navigating uh, NIL. Um, I think, you know, bottom line is it's a mutual respect amongst each other and um, having that mutual respect and, um, you know, excitement for each other and, and what they're doing and how they're doing it, um, I think goes a long way. Last question that I want you to recap for maybe somebody that's just coming on about what's going to go on tonight. Um, given the high level of athletes you have and given what you have done in your time here, uh, we all know how good this team is. But sometimes individual teams set different goals. So my question is, do, does your team set goals? Do they talk about that? Do you talk about that with them, or just does the season unfold? I think the biggest goal we set is uh, to be intentional uh, when each day and to be the very best that we can and continue to get better. Um, if we do that, if we, if we hit all those points, uh, the skater team is going to be very successful. Right. Okay, one more time, tell people about tonight. All right, Hype Night tonight, uh, 6.45 in the O'Connell Center. Uh, the entire Gators gymnastics team is going to be there. They are hyped. They're excited to have all of Gator Nation come and support them, and uh, they're ready to put on a show. Good, and that show is almost always really, really good. Thank you. We'll have you back when the season starts. And it's free. And it's free. And it's free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big plus. Yeah. F-R-E-E. Yeah. <laughs> big plus. Big uh, plus. Go Gators. You. Yep. Thank you as always. 1227 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and texts for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls, Miapa's got your entire meal covered. From the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. Dancing crew, trip for two, nailed the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid, give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. 
New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron variants are now available. Learn about eligibility and schedule a free updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of clouds and sun today, high temperatures in the mid-70s. Cloud cover should decrease as we get into the latter part of the afternoon. Then tonight, partly cloudy early on. Patchy dense fog to kick off our Tuesday morning and again with lows in the upper 50s and lower 60s. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow afternoon with highs getting warmer. They should approach the 80 degree mark. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Cowboys are a good football team, and, you know, no matter what we say about the star on the side of the helmet, the coach on the sideline, owner upstairs, they got playmakers all over the place, offensively, defensively. It's tough when you got a front like the Dallas Cowboys, and when you have to drop back and literally throw the football, you're going to probably lose the game against the Cowboys. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. How about Mary Wise, huh? They play Thursday afternoon against Pitt. And we will have that for you live. Um, okay. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Let me just say this before I take phone calls. And I really want to choose my words here carefully, okay? We are now in the throes, in the realization of pay for play in college athletics. There, there is just no question about it, okay? Um, it's funny. Players now have NIL valuation. Back in, right before the start of this month, Drake May, the quarterback at North Carolina, had an, uh, from on three, had an NIL valuation of $922,000. And that's gone up. Hendon Hooker was at 1.1 million. And I could just go on and on. This is where we are at. And look, remember, Drake May, at one point, was he not an Alabama verbal commitment? Am I wrong in that? I think he was. But you can believe now that teams, and this is NC, and North Carolina coach Mac Brown, quote, 
one of the real issues we've got in college football is people that are tampering with guys on your team and paying the money to leave. It's an issue that needs to get stopped, unquote. I'm just telling you right now. That's exactly what's happening. I wouldn't coach now for anything. I don't you, name me the price because it's just ridiculous. I'm not saying these kids don't deserve to be paid. I'm not saying these kids shouldn't reap some of the benefits of the ridiculous money that the NCAA makes off of them. But just, I mean, that's what he's saying is true. It's absolutely right. And that's not the only place. It's, do you realize if you took the, the insane amount of money we are talking about here, we could cure world hunger. I mean, imagine what you could do with some of this money they're throwing, I mean, literally throwing at these programs. It sickens me. It just sickens me. But it's the world we're in. And frankly, doing this isn't as fun as it used to be. It is not as fun as it used to be because of that. I mean, they're pros. That's what they are. And again, more power to them. But just good grief. Rick, hello. Good morning. Transition off your comments. I wasn't going to comment on NIL. I made a lot of comments last week, but I will say this about it. that uh, What it's doing is taking the power away from the coach. The player can turn around now and look at him sideways and say, look, you don't like what I'm saying. I'll portal out and go get more money somewhere else. So the coach loses power here. I don't like it. And small schools, unless they got Bill Gates and their alumni, where in the world are they going to get the money to compete with these bigger programs that got 500,000 alumni? That's my comment on, uh, on that. I want to go back to selection committee real quick. Uh, I don't know that they got it right. How many times can TCU beat Georgia out of 10 times? I think Alabama was. That's one of not the, the point teams. at all. You, 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 when you say that, you completely and utterly miss what the committee's job is. The committee's job is not to look ahead and say, uh, well, this team beat this team. That's not their job. Their job is to get the four best teams in the playoff. That's their job. Well, that's debatable, Steve, because when it's all said and done after these bowl games are over, these two teams, two of them are going to have two losses, which means they're going to lose. They've already lost by a bigger margin, so it looks like Alabama using their own metrics will move up to number three or four. In the they could if they win. They, they win. could if they win. Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. that's what I'm saying. So, so there it is. There's your best, but anyway. No, 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 that, no it's that. not the best. Alabama has two losses. What you're doing Minor is loss. saying, pardon me? Minor losses. No, they're not minor losses. They're losses. Okay? They're losses. And, again, the committee's job is not to project. Because if that's the case, let's just put four SEC teams in there and not even have a playoff. Okay? You're, You're just totally missing the boat here. Because it's not about, well, can TCU beat Alabama? Can TCU beat Georgia? That's not the issue. The issue is you take the best teams, and then if they don't beat them, oh, well, they don't beat them. 
Well, I guess we'll see how that plays out. It was a perfect time for a two-loss team to get in the selection committee, but now going to 12 teams, I will like it for that reason. Okay. It'll eliminate some of that headache. Now, my last thing was just a question. Has it been confirmed that Richardson is or is out of the bowl no, game? not confirmed. Okay, that was my final question. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Danny, hello. Yes, sir. I was wanting to find out how soon will we find out about our roster for our bowl game? We may never find out about the roster for the bowl game. Okay. I mean, we still. Here's why. Here's why. Because I still, I I don't think Coach Napier is even going to talk until Thursday, and then if he does, you know, how much does he divulge of you know what the roster is? And I mean, certainly a guy like Torrance. A guy like uh, Richardson is going to have to say, you know, at some point what they're going to do. But if, you know, player X goes into the transfer portal, uh, then, you know, that, that could be an on, that, that could be an ever-changing thing. Right. right. Okay, buddy. Okay. Well, Thank you, Danny. Appreciate your call. Tony, hello. Hello, is this me? Yeah, go yeah. ahead, Tony. Hey Steve, what's up, man? Steve, hey. um, real quick on the uh, on the Deion Sanders thing. Listen, man, about five years ago, if you had a head coach come into the first meeting with the players and tell them, "Listen, you guys just ain't good enough. Pack your bags, hit the portal, because I'm bringing luggage and it's Louie." If you had a coach say that, that would have gone off awful. But nowadays, just like we talked about, right, about booing these players now, hey, all bets are off. You're getting paid now. All right, so now when you're getting paid, you're not a kid no more. You're a grown man, and you have grown man conversations now. And the grown man conversation that Deion Sanders has was that you suck and you got to go. And I got no problem with that, Steve. No problem whatsoever, man. Yeah, I I do. Steve. I do, Tony, Uh and I'll tell you why. Okay? I, I get what Deion Sanders was trying to do, and I get the money thing. Okay? But in the end, here's number one, how many of these kids are being paid? Two, you know, I would imagine it's a small percentage that are getting paid a lot. And you're still telling an 18 or a 19-year-old, you're awful. I mean, I, 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 I get it. You know, and maybe Dion was trying to light a fire under him. You know, hey, I'll show you, Dion. You know, I'm, maybe that's what he was doing. But... I get they're being paid, but, I mean, if you're a 40-year-old executive, Tony, do you want somebody telling you you suck? There's a little bit more tactfulness in the uh, corporate world, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Steve, listen, Steve, another thing. Athletic directors are going to have to be on the lookout for when they have a coach that has kind of tapped out because coaches are going to burn out on this, man. The portal today? Is crazy. It's bonkers. You you just talked about what Ma, what Mac Brown said. Athletic directors are gonna have to be looking out for when their coach kind of has thrown in the towel and is not gonna be doing this right now, and they're just cashing a, a, a check. Because if you get behind on this, it could set your program back five years easy, man. So ads are gonna be on the lookout now for when their coach is done and they gotta get them out of there quick and get somebody in there with some fire. Um, last thing, Steve. Looking to next year, I always look at the what's called your opponent's returning QB luck. You know, 
And right now, the Gators are 0 for 1. Uh, Jefferson from Arkansas has decided to come back. Um, keep an eye on Travis at FSU and Cam Rising at Utah. Uh, the decisions that those two kids make and and um, NIL money might play a factor in both of those guys. Of course. Could lead, yeah, definitely. Could lead to the Gators' chances of winning those games next year, for sure. So I always look out for uh, stuff like that, Steve. Well, here's the thing. And this is what NIL, I think, it's not, it's not in every case, Tony, but let me give you an example where I'm going. Let's take K.J. Jefferson, okay? Um, I don't know where he is slotted to be uh, in terms of the NFL draft. Let's just say he's a fourth-round pick. I don't know. Let's use it for argument's sake, okay? Sounds about right, yeah. Sounds so if you right. stay another year, I mean, could you possibly uh, enhance your draft status? Yes. But to your point, I don't have to go now because I'm going to make, I don't know if he is, but I'll, I'm going to make a lot of money staying in Arkansas. Sure. So I don't, yeah, I don't, so it's a win win for me because now I can make money and I can perhaps increase my draft status. Yes, you're, you're right. Definitely for sure, man. Hey, Steve, the Jets, man. You know, you have three downs from inside the one-yard line to win the game, basically. Stop. Quarterback sneak that thing. Just quarterback sneak Stop. That, yesterday, I almost threw my shoe at the television yesterday. Not once, but Come twice. On, man. Not once, but twice. I mean, give them credit. <clears throat> Defense stopped them. Great use of their timeouts. <clears throat> and they can't yeah. punch it in. I mean, they're a lot better than what they were. They should have won that game. They should have won that game. That one, and you throw in maybe one of the Patriot games, man, and you're talking about being first place in the division, Steve. Yeah, no, but, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't know that Mike fun. White is the is the ultimate solution to the quarterback issue here, but uh-huh. you know, again, yesterday, great effort, and they're learning how to win. That's the other thing, but that's that's one that got away. Yep, for sure, and it's not bad being a Jets fan having some meaningful games in December, man. No Just doubt, come around too often. No <laughs> doubt. Cheers. Thank you, Tony. I am grateful for that. Because by this time, you know, when you go to the go to the stadium there, Santa's in the stands throwing snowballs because they, they the Jets are like three and eight. So they're not three and eight this year. Santa may still throw snowballs, but at least they're seven and five, which is better than what they've been. Twelve forty four, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillaby, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight. Good afternoon. I'm Victoria Sywick. To wrap up week 13 of the NFL season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the New Orleans Saints. The Bucs are currently 5-6 and six on the season and sit at the top of the NFC South. Catch live coverage starting right here at 7.30. The Florida Gators gymnastics team will be hosting a hype night at the O'Connell Center tonight. The event starts at 6.45. The Florida women's basketball team is now 8-1 on the season following a victory over Dayton on Sunday. The Gators will return to action tomorrow as they host Presbyterian. And in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning face off against the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow. The Bolts will look to stay in the win column, riding a two-game win streak. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Sywick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Got in my car this morning, came to work, and I thought to myself, I'm driving in another car 
from Southeast Car Agency. And I thought that over the past how many years, all the vehicles I've had from them have all been good for me. It lasted me a long time, low maintenance. And every time I chose a vehicle, I had a great selection to choose from. And they never tried to push any vehicle on me. Their sales staff was great, let me test drive what I wanted. Well, friends, they will do all of those things for you and more. Go online, secars.com. You want to shop that way. All the info's there about the vehicles. What I like to do is check them out for myself. Go to Northeast 39th Avenue in town, test drive them, eyeball them, ask questions of their sales staff, and they'll help you out. And again, the selection, they don't have any new vehicles, but the best and late model low mileage vehicles, their selection is really, really good. And you know what to do when you go there. You tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earnmore. Federally insured by NCUA. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Art says, how many scholarship players are we taking to the bowl game? Great question. I've read we've lost to the transfer portal draft 16 players. Is that correct? Give or take. Yep. Who backs up Miller as the Gator quarterback? Well, we don't, we've not officially heard from Anthony Richardson yet, but assuming that, uh, that's a great question. And he said, do you know if Oregon State has a similar roster issue I actually kind of looked online a little bit today and I did I do not see as many uh, 
players for them as, <clears throat> as Florida has. BB says the Sugar Bowl could have been the I told you so bowl for the Tider Kansas State, but with Young and others likely opting out, it'll be the best we can bowl. Did the transfer portal, NIL bidding on players, NFL draft opting out, has team rosters drying up faster than the campus sidewalk after a rain shower on a hot summer's day? Ebenezer, Scrooge, and I missed the bowls of Christmas past. Yeah, I hear you. <clears throat> and uh, Mark says, let's pump the brakes a bit on Watkins coming to Sanders at uh, Colorado. He's a 2025 wide receiver verbal. Let's see if he sticks. Well, Mark, that's anybody now, isn't it? Isn't that anybody right now? But I'm just, I'm only reporting news. Could that change? Yes. Um, and Daryl says Alabama's offering Drake May 2 to $3 million to come play for them. Mike says, uh, I'm sorry, wrong one. Uh, this Mike says, watch the TCU quarterback play with such heart, effort, and determination, giving his team everything he had with his arm and his legs. I thought somebody needs to show this tape to Richardson to give him an idea how he should have played this year. I think one day he'll look back and wish he'd played like that. John, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, a lot of great topics today. I, I enjoyed your interview with Jenny. I, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for for gymnastics this year, I think she's got a great team, and we'll see how it goes. But I'm, I'm excited for what she's brought to the to the program. But uh, switching to uh, Gator football, I mean, assuming that Richardson opts out, which I think he's going to opt out of the bowl, do you think Jack Miller is your obvious starter for that bowl game? You would think that, yes. Um, how important, I mean – these smaller balls, I mean, people say that they're irrelevant, but he, he, how, how important do you think that Florida not only win but have to have a good showing in it for, for recruiting, or does that have a little, little, little to do about it? Um, if Billy Napier hears me say this, he'll probably want to wring my neck. Um, but I'm a realist. Okay, look, everybody, when you take an athletic field, I don't care who you are, you want to win, Right? But sometimes what happens? Teams say, oh, we weren't ready for this or we didn't prepare properly or, you know, we didn't do whatever, okay? That's the job of the coach, to motivate, you know, the team. But do you think it really makes a difference if Florida wins or loses? I don't think so at all. Well, here's my, here's my thing. I agree with what you're saying there, but the last two bowl games, we're, we're, we're kind of putting a negative – signature on the programming I mean, yeah we we opt out two years ago trask played a little bit and you know pitts and tony left you know and didn't play in the game and we just got smoked by michigan and then the same thing last year we got you know towards the end we got smoked by ucf i just think it's i'm not saying it's putting a black guy in the program but we need to start showing something irrelevant how whoever play i mean it's Colorado state is ranked i think it could be a good showing if we could not only win, but have a good showing in that, that ball game. Yes, I'm not saying, but what does that do, John, in the big picture? Does that make a recruit go, I want to go to Florida because they finished seven and six as opposed to six and seven? And we don't even know the roster that's going to be there. That's true. So, I mean, I, of course you'd rather win. Of course you'd rather look good. If you're, you know, if you're a fan of School X, you know, would you rather, you know, look good and play well in the bowl game or would you rather suck of course you'd rather play well and look good but in in the big picture 
does it mean that if Florida wins next year, they win nine games, or if they lose, they lose nine games? No. No. I just think it's perception. You know, I mean, as I mean, as a Gator fan, I'm just, I mean, like like you just said, it's like you do want to win the ball game, but I hope they, you know, whoever plays for down to a thin roster, at least have a good showing. Hey, Steve, thanks for taking my call. Yep. Talk to you later. Anytime, John. Thank you. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. This is just the world that we are in now, right? I mean, what happened when Florida went to a big bowl game a couple of years ago? Everybody yawned. Everybody yawned. Why? Because now, unless, let let me ask this. Nick Saban just came out and said he had a difficult time this year keeping his team together. Why is that? You wouldn't think a veteran coach like Nick Saban would have that problem, would you? But, and when you're where Alabama is, which is basically playoff or bust, what's their mentality going to be like? And they've lost some players to the portal. Mighty Alabama. Starters are going. Mike says, been a gymnastic season ticket holder for years now. The daughter got me into the sport. Come to the realization these girls are the best athletes on campus and it's not close. Unbelievable stuff. Look forward to another amazing year ahead. Steven says, if you had to predict today, will Florida have more transfers from the portal starting on offense or defense next year? Well, if you include, is it just from this year's portal, right? Because, for example... Uh, Montreal Johnson is gathered from the portal. Ricky Pearsall is, you know, from the portal. So are you are you saying just from this portal cycle? If I had to say that, I would say on defense. And that's just a flyer. William says, when you say best teams, that's the eye of the beholder. I think Alabama's a better football team than TCU. Quite honestly, I don't think it's close. I believe Vegas would agree with that as well with a line on that game. It's not about that. It, 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 they don't play each other. It's irrelevant. It's what, If that were the case, William, then why put any team above Georgia or Alabama or Michigan? Why? It, then just, just say we're not doing that. That your schedule means nothing. For you to go unbeaten in a major conference means nothing because you're not Alabama, because you wouldn't beat Alabama. Well, that's what bowl games are for. That's what these types of games are for. Okay? He says, it's a fine line. We're taking the best teams based on wins and losses. His schedules are certainly unequal. We're taking the best four teams. I'd also taken TCU, but it's not the slam dunk some are saying it is. No, I don't think it's a slam dunk. But I think it's the right call. I'm going to say this for the 50th time. The one and only job of this committee is to pick, the in their eyes, the best four teams based on what has happened over the course of the regular season. 
in terms of and the bowl game, in, or not the bowl game, the championship game, if it applies, in terms of strength of schedule, right? If UCF were to go unbeaten, would they be in the championship game? I mean, would they be in the top four? Of course not, because they don't play in a conference that's tough enough. So could you make an argument they're one of the top four teams? They would. They'd buy a billboard in Orlando and say they are. But they're not. So, I mean, is there subjectivity in this? Sure there is. But would anybody really argue with the four teams they have in there? Who else would you put in there? Alabama? Okay. Who else? TCU plays in the Big 12. They were unbeaten. And they lost one game in overtime to a team that's now in the top 10. And you're going to tell me they don't belong. Sorry. But once again, that's why these committees do what they do. Is Ohio, look at Ohio State's schedule. They play anybody. Who they play? Right? You can say, well, they played the Big Ten. Well, okay, who'd they play? They, they beat Penn State, I think, if my memory serves me. And Penn State's in the top ten, so yes. But Michigan killed them. But they're there. Way it is. Hour two coming up. Our thanks to Jenny Rowland, Gator Gymnastics Coach, for being here live here in this first hour. Call us up. Talk a little sports. Second hour of sports scene coming up. Stay with us. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at miapalatincafe.com today. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, tell them what you drive, and 
You can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Hankook tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Elliot producing the broadcast today. Good day, good phones, good emails. Let's continue that. Tomorrow, don't forget, we have Inside the Huddle at 11, then our show at noon. Uh, Just a a quick programming note, we will not have a show Friday, um, but we will have for the rest of the week. Sean Kelly, Voice of the Gators, here with us Wednesday this week. All right. This is interesting. If you took the 2021 season and if you had the current format right in place this is what last year would have looked like Alabama Michigan Cincinnati and Baylor would have gotten buys why they were the top ranked conference champions so ranking did mean something with the committee okay then Georgia Notre Dame Ohio State Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, Michigan State, Utah, and Pittsburgh. That's how it would have looked last year because, again, you're now factoring in conference championships and factoring in highest-rated college football uh, champions. So that takes away some, some, of the subjectivity of this, does it not? Three nine two eight two five five. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, how are you doing? Good. Well, you know, as a uh, Buckeye fan, I'm happy today, but I'm going to talk about this whining and crying Alabama is doing. First of all, like everybody stated a thousand times, when the final rankings came out before this election, Ohio State was five and Alabama was six. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Does not strength the schedule play a part in how they are ranked? part of it okay so let's look at this week's results lsu got beat by 20 by georgia lsu beat alabama so in theory that weakens alabama's strength of schedule michigan won so in theory again that strengthens ohio state's schedule so even though neither of these teams played ohio state gained more points because of what their opponents did that's why the committee has the issues it does mike because it's not just one thing, right? Depending on the lens you're looking through and what criteria you are using, you can make a case for a lot of different scenarios. 
You also, I can make a case for Tennessee being in over Alabama because they beat them head-to-head, or I can make a case for Clemson being in over Alabama because they were conference champions. They lost by one point to South Carolina, who beat Tennessee by 35, who, oh, by the way, beat Alabama. And if you're talking about when Nick Saban was whining and crying about, oh, we're playing great football right now, what about Kansas State and what about Utah? Like I said, I'll just say what I just said earlier and throw it in there again. There's, there's no, there's no uh, finite way to do this. As long as you, the only way, is, the only way you could, you could do this, is to just say it's conference champions, period. That worst, then there's no subjectivity. The only subjectivity would be where you seat them, right? But that's it. So. But now, because you want to expand the field, you're not going to have just conference champions, so you will have what you have. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's a joke that poor Nicky went on TV and cried. I mean, a couple of years ago, he said, you know, certain parameters should be followed to select the teams, and then when Alabama fell out of those parameters, oh, well, we need to change the parameters. Now they need to change the parameters. Part of his reasoning was, oh, we won our last three games. We're playing really good football. They beat a horrible Auburn team, Austin P, and a Ole Miss team that went into the tank the last three games. Is that a good reason to get in the playoffs? They're playing great football because they beat three mediocre to four teams? Well, that's it's his job, though, to pump his team. But I get the point. Right, but I get the point. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Okay, Mike. Thank you. Um, okay, I just think we got, we have a phone issue, I think. Um, so hang on with your phone calls. Please email me. A um, couple of things. The Mets lost Jacob deGrom. They've apparently signed Justin Verlander. Ready for this? Two years, $86 million. What in God's name is going on? And then... Twitter is all a buzz about Anthony Richardson leaving to go pro. If that happens, should you feel uh, shocked or surprised? No. Sam says, props to Coach Wise. Hopes this is their year. We'll see on Thursday, Sam. Pat, another great show. Think a question about Ohio State and the strength of schedule is the reason I believe Bama should have been in the playoff. Problem is, once OSU was ranked fifth in the last rank and the only choice for the committee was Ohio State. Correct. I've never pulled for Georgia as a lifelong Gator fan, but I want the dogs to absolutely destroy Ohio State. Uh, Yeah, I mean, sometimes your SEC color comes out there. John says, in the history of the playoff, only two years in 17 and 21 where two teams made the playoffs for the same conference. Both times the winner of the SEC didn't win the national title. Only once, Bama in 17, was the winner of the NC not in their conference championship game. This is the same as Ohio State this year. What advantage does this extra week off give Ohio State, considering the only time, other time it happened, that team won the national championship? If you ask Georgia what team they'd rather play first, Ohio State would be their last pick. Or the Ohio State coach, they already started practicing last week, assuming they get in and play Georgia. Well, okay. But it 
look, it boils down to what you do in that day, John. And he also says, is the committee's task to choose the four most deserving teams or not the four best teams? I'll throw this at you. What does best mean? Best to me may mean something different to Elliot. What, what criteria best is. The only way that you can make this somewhat foolproof is to say the conference champion is the only, champions are the only teams that get in. And even then, right, if you win your conference, it's a weak conference, are you a better team than the third best team in a really good league? So, again, it's, there is always going to be some subjectivity when it comes to this. That's just inescapable to me. You're going to just have this. Um, if you are trying to call, we are having a phone issue. Uh, we apologize for that. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to email here until we get this fixed. And when we do get it fixed, I will let you know. 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. But, but yeah, again, it, I just... I don't have any issue at all with what the committee did and the top four teams they put in. I just don't have any issue with it, um, especially based on what they had going in to this past weekend. don't think there was any problem with that um, at all. A uh, couple of emails here. Uh, Sean wants to know, again, as I think a lot of people want to know, how many players the Gators are going to – I have no idea. I will tell you this. Go – today is the – if you don't know, today is the first day when you can officially go on the transfer portal. Go look at the number of people in it. It is astounding. And here's the other thing about that. Most of the time in previous years, kids transferred for one of two reasons. Playing time was number one, by far. And number two, maybe I want to play for a national championship somewhere. So I'm playing for School X, and I want to transfer here because I got a chance to win a ring. Okay. Well... It's much more than that now. There's money, NIL money, a lot of different stuff. So it's, I'm just telling you, I don't like it. I said it at the top of the broadcast. This stinks. This whole system stinks. Why would you want to, except for coaching the, the athletes and coaching on the field and all, you know, drawing up plays. Why in the world would you want to do this? Because teams constantly are going to raid 
your team. Think about that. You're going to have to have somebody that's going to have to look look at your own roster. I have no idea what's happening here. Um, but we'll get through it. 113, time check brought to you by Ace Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Scarlett Cooney. In college football, Gator quarterback Anthony Richardson has announced he will forego the upcoming bowl game to enter the 2023 NFL Draft. In other college football news, today is the first official day of the transfer portal. It will remain open for 45 days and close on January 18th. In other college news, Gator Gymnastics will be having their hype night tonight at 645 in the Stephen C. O'Connell Center. This will be the first look at the 2023 Gators Gymnastics team. NFL Week 13 wraps up tonight in Tampa Bay as the Bucks host the Saints. Kickoff is set for 815 with coverage beginning right here at 730. In other news, the Carolina Panthers have released quarterback Baker Mayfield. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Scarlett Cooney. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This holiday season, it's more important than ever to make sure you make your money go farther. And while interest rates are on the rise everywhere else, at International Diamond Center, we're lowering rates all the way down to 0%. That's right. Now through December 12th, International Diamond Center is offering 0% financing for five years. This is in addition to IDC's amazing unbeatable value prices, so you can make their Christmas dreams come true. How about an $8,000 diamond tennis bracelet for just $133 a month? Or check out a special collection of affordable and timeless classics like diamond studs, gold fashion and diamond fashion jewelry with instant savings of 20% and some hand-picked specials even marked down to 40%. Don't let anything keep you from getting that headliner gift this year. International Diamond Center has the price relief and the interest rate relief you deserve. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earnmore. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Steve Russell to tell you the famous Mushroom Swiss Burgers back at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries for the holidays. It is delicious. Add some fresh hot fries, a delicious milkshake. You've 
Got a meal. Other great menu options, too. Everything's fresh. Just come drive through Monday through Sunday. Eat on the patio or order ahead for pickup at DickMondell's.com. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's gift cards for family and friends. The perfect gift for everybody on your list. Dick Mondell's, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Find them on Facebook and Instagram. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, some of the uh, names, and look, UCF, right, a pretty decent season under Gus Malzahn, right? Their number two receiver, Ryan O'Keefe, is going in the portal. Uh, There's a starting corner, Devontae Brown. He's been there last two years, start every game. He's leaving, okay? Uh, Austin Stogner from South Carolina, their good tight end is going to go in as a grad transfer. He came to South Carolina after transferring from Oklahoma. I'm just telling you, this is just how this is. Mike Wright, Vanderbilt quarterback, see ya. He is, an, and also Ray Davis, the guy that ran so well against Florida, fourth in the SEC, that over 1,000 yards, he's gone. Get used to it. D, Hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? How you doing, man? Hey, good, good. Talk about uh, you know Gator basketball and Dr. Right quick. Uh, you know, Steve, we talked Friday about uh, what the keys to that game was, and I got to tell you, Steve, um, that might have been the best defensive effort of the season, man. Um, I know Stetson probably hit about five or six threes, but none of them were very impactful. Uh, I mean, guys were moving their feet, Steve. You know, denying passing lanes, multiple efforts, fighting over screens. I mean, they knew what the game plan was. Stetson was one of the driving kick and hit threes and fours. You know, defense just wasn't going to have it. So, you know, shout out to them. You know, um, I think Mark Morgan was on the telecast and Bradley. They knew exactly what it was. They said 14 threes they hit against Florida State, and that's what I said Friday, and we, we shut that down and, you know, we coasted from there in the second half. Yep, played well, um, and, and I thought – Shot well now again. I, I don't know how good Donnie's team is, um, but look, you you got to play who you play against, and I, I was really impressed because they shot I think fifty percent from beyond the arc. I think close to it in the game, and shot over fifty percent for the entire game too. So yeah, good game. Right, and another thing they said, Steve Oz. Uh, I, I didn't notice, but we're shooting eighty something like eighty-two percent from the line. That's yep. first in the conference. So I mean, that's we know in previous years the free throw line hasn't been our friend in close games. So um, glad to see we're working on that. And a uh, big game Wednesday, man. Wednesday is a, a resume game against UConn. We got to start, you know, beating some quality teams here. Yeah. Uh, to set ourselves up for March. That's <laughs> what I was just going to say. That I mean, again, take nothing away from Stetson. Okay, they're they're what are they four and three or whatever they are. But now, you know, let's see what you do against a quality opponent like UConn. You get them here, so, you know, we'll see. Right. Uh, as far as Deion, Steve, man, I'm, I'm just a fan of his, man. Obviously, he played for my Cowboys, and, uh, 
you know, I, I just think Dion, everywhere the guy has gone, whether he's coaching, playing, uh, the team, the team has gotten better. So I think he's going to do, you know, good there. Like you said, he's already got a recruit. Uh, you know, just his charisma, his spunk, his attitude, uh, it's, it's going to translate to Boulder, I think, man. I don't think he's going to win right away. He's obviously got some work to do, but, you know, he's he's there to win. And I think, uh, like I said, his drive, his attitude, he's going he's going to turn some heads. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be watching a lot more Colorado football, that's for sure. Like you said, Steve, love him or hate him, people are going to watch him. Okay. Thank you, D. Appreciate your call. You got it. 392-8255. Daryl says today's the first day of free agency in college football. Who and when will the Gators hire a general manager? I Meaning, to getting like the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it it could. You may not call it that, but could you see something like that? Possible. Ellison Lake City will the twelve team playoff begin next year, twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Jim says you think the current NIL system sustainable? I don't think so. I think donors, boosters have put up money only to see a player take what they can get and go to the portal where the highest bidder will leave a bad taste in their mouths and the money will dry up. There'll have to be more regulation and deals with the athletes that are backloaded so they get more money the longer they stay, for example. Jim, this there doesn't seem to be any shortage of money, right? So I don't know that somebody... Okay, let me throw this out. Um, Seth is, is going to be um, coming to the University of Florida. And I sink my NIL money into helping get Seth here. Then Seth doesn't pan out. Well, who's, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Is it Seth's fault? Is it the coach's fault? Is it the system's fault? So now am I not going to... Because that NIL money is not, remember, the school, the collective gets that, right? And then somebody figures out who gets it. It's going to be interesting to see. Tony, hello. How you doing, Steve? Good. Yeah, good. Um, with the transport portal, and, uh, you know, I've been listening a couple weeks, and uh, especially guys on, on Monday when uh, Shane is talking about how the Ross is going to turn over, and this roster is going to be so much better next year. Uh, just if I was just a, a casual fan, and I understand that we're losing a lot of backups, but most of the guys I see in a transfer portal are backups from other teams. How can we be so assured that this roster is going to be improved from next year? Well, if you look in the portal now, okay, I, I mentioned, let me just throw some, and I want you to understand the uh, adjectives I'm using here. Okay? Here we go. UCF starting corner. Uh, UCF's number two receiver. Western's, Western Kentucky's 4,000-yard passer. Three-year starting offensive lineman of Arizona State transfers. Starting quarterback at Vanderbilt transfers. Virginia Tech's top receiver. You get where I'm going? Those aren't backups. But if you look at the majority of the the programs, you know what I'm saying, most of the guys in the portal, they are backups. No, they're not. No. The elite guys, the elite guys, 
You just name off four or five guys. I can name off ten guys who are backups off of Florida. Okay, three-year starting guard at Purdue is in. One of UCF's top tacklers in Portal. I could go on and on. They're not. They're not all backups. No, they're not all, but majority are backups. I don't think they are. Not anymore. Yeah. Devin O'Leary is in there. Okay, he's not a starter. I mean, he's not a backup. Wisconsin's starting quarterback is in there. Alabama starting offensive lineman. Vanderbilt leading rusher. Arizona's leading tackle, tackler. Former Clemson starting defensive. Those aren't backups. Okay. So, okay, those guys not backups. Correct. All right. You know, so to say, take for instance, a guy like Lorenzo Lingard. Okay. Who's a backup for Florida. Correct. If you take Lorenzo Lingard and put him on another program that, you know, maybe have a guy that was starting for him, he might just be as good as the guy that was starting for the other program. Sure. Is that correct? Sure. So I, I think my question is we're really assured that because we're going to have guys come in to improve the Tony, you there? I don't know what's going on today with our system here, but maybe it was you, Tony. But so, not quite sure the point you were making, and I apologize. Um, but I, I guess the what I'm trying to say is Mississippi State's top receiver going to the portal. These are not ham and eggers here. Okay, they are players who have done a good job at some major schools. It, the, when players transferred before, before the portal, right, the vast majority weren't getting playing time. They wanted to go somewhere else to play. That's why probably 90% of players went in there because they weren't playing where they were. Well, now... Look at all the starting quarterbacks. Just one position, okay? I'm going to run this down here very quickly, okay? Just at, just at the quarterback position. Let's start. And then again, Vanderbilt, starting quarterback. Pittsburgh, starting quarterback. Uh, if, if, Devin O'Leary, if Devin Leary goes in. Okay, NC State's starting quarterback. Wisconsin with Mertz starting quarterback. Uh, There's one more. Oh, Clemson, right? Him. So that's just top of my head. And there's others. So that's what's changed. Haynes King from Texas A&M been a starter. He's in the portal. So these are players that have started – at Boston College's quarterback. When Cade McNamara went from Michigan to Iowa, he had started. Um, so, and this is ironic, Oregon State, the team Florida's playing, their starting quarterback early in the year got hurt, who started 17 games over his career there, and he's transferring because he got hurt after five or six games. That's the difference. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. 
From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Never give up on country with Jamie Allen live in concert Friday, December 9th at the World Equestrian Center Ocala. Down a block party kicks off at 4.30 with a live concert, parachute show, contest, and more. Listen to patriotic performances by Colt Ford, Kid G, and Chris McNeil. Country this event benefits the Travis Mills Foundation to support recalibrated veterans and their families. Get your tickets today at nevergiveuponcountry.eventbrite.com. Sponsored by Chase. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Medicare open enrollment is October 15th to December 7th. Volunteers with the Florida Department of Elder Affairs Shine program are available to help with your Medicare questions, virtually or by phone during COVID-19. Shine is open and ready to help you with local and unbiased counseling and assistance. Visit floridashine.org or call the Elder Helpline at 1-800-963-5337. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. When giving gifts this holiday season, keep environmental sustainability in mind. Avoid giving useless gifts and knickknacks. Look for durable items that will last for years. Shop for items made out of recycled material. Lastly, family heirlooms make a perfect gift. Not only will they be treasured for a lifetime, but are also environmentally friendly. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Don't let talk of higher prices and higher interest rates put a damper on your holiday. At International Diamond Center, we've got the price relief you deserve and 0% interest financing for five whole years. That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over five years with zero finance charges. It's our gift to you, so you can make the most of this special time this year. How about a $5,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $85 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Or you can take advantage of special discounts on cases of diamond and gold fashion jewelry. 20% instant savings. Or for the ultimate in value, check out owner Keith LeClaire's signature specials. Exquisite jewelry marked down an amazing 40%. Rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful from International Diamond Center. Get instant savings or five years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of clouds and sun today, high temperatures in the mid-70s. Cloud cover should decrease as we get into the latter part of the afternoon. Then tonight, partly cloudy early on, patchy dense fog to kick off our Tuesday morning, and again with lows in the upper 50s and lower 60s. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow afternoon with highs getting warmer. They should approach the 80-degree mark. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the, 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 the Dan 
Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. We got to see something that doesn't normally happen. Joe Burrow with the ball is as dangerous as any quarterback right now in the game. With the game on the line, Joe Burrow living up to his nickname with apologies to Joe Montana of Joe Cool. Cincinnati is a team that will certainly be in the back of your mind. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. For those who are not in Twitterville, uh, Anthony Richardson officially announcing on Twitter he will forego uh, playing in the bowl game and will enter the NFL draft. I'm sure that makes some people happy. Uh, We'll see. And Osiris Torrance has also declared for the NFL draft. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve, you've been a good Gator Warrior over the years. You going to cash in some brownie points and hit Vegas? No. Not, not going to hit Vegas and send Strickland the bill? Nope. I've, I've been to Vegas. Uh, I can say I've been there, and that's good. Yeah. It's good for the SEC. That, is that an official tie-in also going forward? I think it is, but don't hold me to that. Yeah. You know, for every these schools, we stay usually in the south, you know, Shreveport, some real sexy places. I think Vegas is a nice addition to the bowl roster and happy for you guys. No joke. Hey, Steve, two questions. One thing on the playoff and the thing about Spencer Rattler, of all things, and I'll clear out. Steve, um, is it safe to say, looking uh, hindsight being 2020, if Georgia lost, they were still going to make the playoffs? Yes. Okay. Is it safe to say Michigan lost, they were still going to make the playoffs? Yes. TCU did lose and made the playoffs. Right. And um, USC, yeah, they were the four shot. They did lose and miss, but they were kind of tenuous. I don't think too many people are surprised to see Ohio State in the playoff as a one-loss team. So for we've been Heather Dennich has been you know jabbering at us for four months about the committee. What did it really? What did these games really prove? Well, they didn't think about it. The the favorites, two of the favorites won, and what it proves is that you could have some cachet and afford to have a loss and still make it based on your season to date. That's what it proves. Yeah, I guess in most years they seem to have the right four teams, and I'm not saying they don't this year, but I just kind of seem like for all the suspense they've been building up, seemed like uh, no matter what happened, we're probably still looking at the same. Well, you got to say USC. USC was going to be in, so Ohio State slipped in, but not, not a whole lot of drama to end the season, was it? Well, that's because of the type of games they were. Supposing TCU was beaten 40-6. to six. Could that have changed the outcome for TCU? I think it possibly could have, right? But I think Michigan and Georgia were going to still be in there regardless had they been beaten 40-6. to six. I think they were just above everybody else. Hey, last thing for you, Steve. Uh, Spencer Rattler, speaking of the portal, he came to South Carolina through the portal. Um, you've been watching football longer than me, Steve, but um, have you ever seen anything like this? Florida ripped South Carolina to shreds. South Carolina is probably thinking about replacing Spencer Rattler three weeks ago. He proceeds to go ahead, go forward, and play like the best player in America, Rips Tennessee and Clemson. And um, I th- he's now talking about uh, 
not playing the bowl and going off to the NFL. Have you ever seen a, a roller coaster like that in three weeks? No. And and I, because I saw it firsthand here, you know, in the stadium. I, I will say this. Rattler did not have some key members of the offense that day because they were out with injury, but they were just bad. And to see the turnaround, if you let's put it this way, speaking of Vegas, Mike, if you <laughs> laid odds, I would have I would have not even come close to doing that uh, as far as that turnaround, but it happened. That's how they play the games, right? That's right. Safe. Yep. Safe. Thanks, Mike. Box and Jim, hello. Hey, Steve. I certainly agree with what you said when you first came on the show today. Uh, they absolutely got it right with the top four teams. It's going to be interesting. I guess most people, uh, along with me, believe that uh, the uh, championship game will be between uh, Michigan and Georgia. But how do you see Ohio State and Georgia, TCU, and Michigan? Well, Michigan's not going to blow anybody out of the building. And no. that's why, you know, with Ohio State, they can score. Now, can they score against, you know, a really good Georgia defense? We saw what Michigan did to them. So what adjustments do, do Stroud and company make? Uh, Georgia's on a roll right now. doesn't mean they can't be beaten. But, yeah. you know, TCU, I think, has a better shot at yeah. Michigan because I don't think Michigan's a you know going to score fifty. They they can, but they're more, you know they got a pretty good quarterback now. But TCU, I mean, their quarterback was outstanding the other day. So I think that could be a very not that the other ones couldn't be. I think TCU Michigan has more of a chance to be uh, for an upset if you want to call it, than the other one does. Yeah, I see it the same way. And the uh, TCU uh, quarterback, I certainly hope that. Uh, He's in New York for the presentation of the Heisman Trophy because he should get at least. Uh, well, he should be the runner-up, I think. So he, he he was really good the other day. I'm surprised they lost that game. I I, I don't know about the play calling there, trying to get it just a few inches uh, into the end zone and uh, uh, Kansas State stopped him. But I, I I thought surely they would score and all. But anyway, Florida, uh, I believe will end the season. This year, like they did last year, uh, six wins. There's no way we will we'll beat Oregon State. Oregon State's on a the road. They're doing good. They beat a good Oregon team the other the other day. Uh, so I, I don't know. I feel bad for uh, for Florida. They're my team. I love them. Um, and uh, I mean, we'll be starting a quarterback that's never taken a snap in a gay uniform. So it's just it's going from bad to worse. Thank you, Steve. Have a great day. Yep, Jim. Thank you. Well, maybe that's, I don't want to say a blessing, that that's not the right word, but remember, if it's Miller, he came from Ohio State. He didn't come from, you know, podunk you. So somebody must have seen something in him. And what is Florida's forte? Running the ball. That's not changed. That's not changed. You still have ETN. You still have Montreal Johnson. You still have a very good offensive line. Even, But if Torrance doesn't play, that won't help it. But to say they have no chance, you always have a chance. You always have a chance. We'll see. 392 Email srussell at wruf.com.
NCAA.com. Todd says, why is the NCAA not establishing parameters to protect the program rather than the individual player? Because they had no idea, Todd, how this thing was going to play out. They just didn't. Nobody did. He says, kids should make a choice on a school and compete for positions. Transfers should only be allowed in the off-season. Otherwise, how can a program or coach ever ensure players will stay to include postseason or bowl games? I think they'll have to take a look at that. Because right now, it is the wild, wild west. And that's just how it is. Paul, uh, Steve, let me talk about Dion for a second. Showboat, loudmouth, but the guy gets the job done, doesn't he? He has, but it was at Jackson State. I'm not taking anything away from the job he did at Jackson State. And here's the other thing. I don't know if he was really a serious candidate at a place like Auburn, but he is taking a low-risk job. Colorado has been bad for a long time. So if he wins eight games there, you know, he's run for mayor of Boulder because they haven't been very good. But can he transform that program into, you know, a top 25 perennial, at least contender in that league? That is going to be his judgment. He's, he's done well so far. And look, there's a lot of people that don't like uh, his style. I get it, but he's who he is, and you got to admit, like him, don't like him, he's been pretty darn successful, you know, doing what he's been doing. Uh, by the way, Gravon Dexter has declared for the NFL draft as well. Uh, I don't know that he's talked about uh, bowl status uh, yet, but he will enter the NFL draft. He did that uh, via social media. And once again, maybe when Billy Napier talks, which is supposed to be later this week, he can clarify some of those things. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I am Cherry Chick. Breaking news around Gators football, Anthony Richardson has decided to forego the upcoming bowl game and his remaining college eligibility to enter the 2023 NFL Draft. Florida women's basketball will play Presbyterian at 6 p.m. tomorrow after a 69-65 win against Dayton yesterday. Men's basketball will play UConn on Wednesday at 9 p.m. after their 89-51 win against Stetson yesterday. Around the NBA, the Orlando Magic will play the Milwaukee Bucks at 7 p.m. and the Miami Heat will play the Memphis Grizzlies at 8 p.m. Monday Night Football continues as the New Orleans Saints face the Tampa Bay Bucks tonight. Catch coverage of the game right here from 7.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cherry Chick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
People here are raving about QC Kinetics and how regenerative medicine has changed their life. People like Helen, an avid mountain climber who got sidelined when an accident left her knees in constant pain. I was not able to train or do really anything on my knee. Helen was told surgery would be her only option. But then she found QC Kinetics and was treated with natural biologics designed to repair and restore tissue in her knees. Three months later, she was climbing the highest mountain in North America. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. I began treatment in March and I summited Denali June the 7th. It was super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Get your life back with lasting results. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! There's so much to love about our community. The small town values, the familiar faces, and somewhere near the top of the list, high school football. That's why Radiant Credit Union is here to celebrate all this community has to offer, both on and off the field. While others may come and go, Radiant Credit Union is here for you, here for the community, and here for good. Proudly serving our members for over 65 years, Stop by any of our nearby locations or visit RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. The holidays are a great time to be reunited with friends and family. But as you travel this holiday season, be sure your car is road ready. Tires are your car's first defense on the road. Checking your tire pressure before your trip can help ensure you get to your destination safely. With proper care and maintenance, they'll keep you safely motoring along Florida's highways. For more holiday travel tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. Remember, safety is always in season. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Crazy day, isn't it? I mean, things are happening at just this rapid rapid rate but you knew this was coming andrew hello yes steve um regarding our program um and somebody saying that we don't have a chance um um well you know i'm looking at it through orange and blue glasses but uh don't uh don't ever say that don't don't ever say that whoever's saying that please don't say that uh, moving on to, uh, I wanted to comment about 
Deion Saunders. Sanders. Um, yes, yeah, Sanders. Um, Coach Prime. I uh, feel strongly, and of course, I, he's like a magnet, you know. I I got into, you know, the Jackson State thing this year, too, uh, along with a lot of other people who don't have any former, you know, contact like that with HBCUs. I'll tell you one thing, Steve, and this can be a, a ghost for every college football team, including Colorado, where he's going. Dion really reached or hit, connected deep down inside those players and people, uh, those kids. And he connected with them in a, on a kind of a non-football way, maybe, maybe even a spiritual way. And uh, he, he, if he does that, which I'm sure he will wherever he goes, Colorado, um, I think that is the key to the motivation of not only football but in life, Stephen. I'll take it off the air if you want to say anything. Thank you. All right, thank you. That's kind of deep. But the bottom line is winning games or not. Coaches are hired and fired because of that. That there's, there's just, that's just how that is. Uh, all right, let's get uh, <clears throat> some more calls here. We are doing our due diligence uh, to get you some guests, and we're going to do that, I hope, this week uh, to talk Oregon State. And with everything happening today with Anthony Richardson and Gravon Dexter and Osiris Torrance and the portal, the first day of the portal today, and good grief. What's been overlooked is Oregon State uh, because uh, they've had a good season. And it wasn't that long ago uh, they were a doormat. And now um, Coach Smith's done a very nice job there. So we'll start uh, talking to you uh, about them here uh, pretty soon. Did you see what happened at Cincinnati, by the way? An odd move, I think, by Scott Satterfield because Louisville, where he was at, he's going from Louisville to Cincinnati. Now, different league, but that, I mean, that seems like an odd hire to me. Um, But it's a good hire, I think, for Cincinnati. And Satterfield, I believe Louisville's been to three bowls the last four years maybe, but his seat was warm at times um, at Louisville. And uh, he was 25 and 24 there. So maybe this was, I'm going to get out of Dodge now. Well, I can get out of Dodge. And he's going to play, obviously, in a new league. So you can understand. And for Cincinnati, you know, getting a player, I mean, getting a coach like that was a good thing, I think. Joe says, are you happy with Max Verlander? I am always leery. The Mets have done this in their history. <clears throat> they have signed players who are 150 years old and they hope to squeeze out of the lemon, you know, another year or two. And 
look at Max Scherzer, right? Was that a good signing? Yeah, he was okay, but he was hurt. Now, so was Jacob DeGrom. The Rangers are taking a big chance on Jacob DeGrom. He's, what is he, 34? So, I mean, look, in today's world, you're 38, 39, 40. You can still be effective, but and that's why I think the contract with Verlander was just for two years. So I think that was good. Uh, all right. I got time for a call or two. If not, I'll get uh, my last emails here. Paul says, Steve, do you think at the end of the season, Gator men's basketball will be a top 25 team? No, I don't. And I hope I'm wrong. I would be happy to be wrong, but I don't think so. The SEC, Mississippi State, now, when they get into league play, but they've been the biggest surprise uh, in the SEC so far this year. Mississippi State, new coach, and they're ranked this week. I think they're 23rd. So, now, does that mean they sustain it? Does that mean it stays that way? No. And how about preseason number one, North Carolina? They're now out of the top 25. And UConn, because have a big chance to knock off the number five team in the AP poll. Yeah, only Houston, Texas, Virginia, and Purdue are ahead of UConn. There are one, two, three, four SEC teams ranked 7 to 11. Tennessee is 7, Alabama is 8, Arkansas is 9, Auburn is 11, Kentucky is 16, Mississippi State's 23. That's why I think Florida will struggle a little bit. But again, they were picked to finish 7th in the league, so would that be a shock if they did? Probably not. Uh, this is interesting. With Slovis, uh, the Pittsburgh quarterback, transferring, uh, former Boston College starter, uh, is now going to transfer to play for Pittsburgh. Just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Uh, the kid at Boston College was a starter for three seasons. He transferred from Notre Dame. But his big deal is health. He's, he's not been healthy uh, a lot of the time he was at Boston College. Wouldn't this be ironic? Remember last year, Florida gets Ricky Pearsall from Arizona State. Arizona wide receiver Dorian Singer, who was the Pac-12 yards leader with over 1,000, is entering the portal. Wow. And again, their leading tackler is a safety. He's also entering the portal. They were 5-7 and seven last year. Do we know if it's NIL money? Do we know if it's we want to play for a winner? You know, Arizona had a better year, but I still think they're in a rebuilding process. So there's some talent. I'm telling you, I read them off earlier. There's a bunch of starters from other teams that are in this portal. The question is, 
specifically for Florida, you know, how many of them can you get? Because if you if you take a look at Florida, and I'll just end with this today, Richardson, Dexter, Torrance, most people thought there was a pretty good chance they would leave. That's not a surprise. So what's the top talent that's left Florida? It's been, you know, Donovan McMillan. It's been Chief Borders. You know, people like that who maybe weren't playing enough and wanted to go elsewhere to play. But are they really losing, you know, the top-tier player? One could argue Florida doesn't have a lot of top-tier players. And that's why, you know, like Ventrell Miller, he's going to be gone anyway. So Florida's top players are all either graduating or leaving early. I think Florida's got a chance here to really reload. And I'm using that word specifically, reload. There's talent out there to be had. Can Napier and his staff convince these guys there's playing time for them? Can Napier and his staff convince them there's NIL money for them? And now, what does Florida do at the quarterback position with all those quarterbacks in the portal? This is going to be a fascinating time here. And this, remember, is only day one of the portal. Just day one. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. inside the huddle. Coach Spurrier is traveling all week. He won't be here, but Shane Matthews will be. He and I will be here, take you inside the huddle tomorrow. At noon, more sports scene tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk to Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. Wednesday, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is here. And again, we'll start trying to get you some guests to talk about Oregon State and the bowl game, which comes up in less than two weeks. Thanks to Elliot for producing today. We thank you for listening and taking the time to do so. Going to be a wild ride here, friends, in this month of December. Uh, and don't forget, women's basketball tomorrow against Presbyterian, and the men get a shot at number 5 UConn Wednesday night, 9 p.m. We'll talk about it on Thursday. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WYUF, I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
It's always college football season, and the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents The Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football, presented by Dr. Pepper and Hooters. Your home to watch all the college game day action with an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. The committee got it right, and one program really missed out. It is the Chuck Oliver Show on a Monday, and the math kind of holds. When I say the committee got it right, we have our playoff field set. We actually have the entire bowl season set. I guess we've got Army and Navy um, still to deal with. Uh, I say deal with, I, you hear it every year. There are um, play-by-play and color analysts who, uh, this number one schedule, number one game in college football, and it's not, but it's a great game, and it's a fun game. Um, and it's a game with a lot of uh, the phrase, what, pomp and circumstance, and I guess Army can get to 500. Uh, but outside of that, we have our bowl schedule and playoff seeds, et cetera, and truth is, the committee, in that they were picking four teams to go play games, the committee got it right. At the top of the committee's playoff rankings, number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, 13-0, and and those each had a 13th game. They each won the 13th game. They each got a conference title, and they are titles from the two best conferences in the game. So any team that goes undefeated, I don't care if there are 30 undefeated teams somehow, and you go undefeated in the SEC and the Big Ten, guess what? Well, you're in the playoffs. The other 28 can duke it out for the final two spots, but these two teams are in the playoffs. Then there's TCU. TCU has half of the data that Georgia and Michigan added on Saturday. TCU added a 13th game. TCU did not add a conference championship. And so at that point, you start to dissect and slice and get into, okay, exactly what brings value. Is it going to be 100 percent consistent and every example holds year to year no because there are examples like ohio state didn't play for their conference title in 2014 i don't think but they got the four seed and then they wound up winning the national championship they played alabama in new orleans and then wound up beating oregon in the national championship game and so at you lied you said you had to have a conference championship no we didn't We said we're going to pick the four best teams, and here are the criteria that we're going to consider. But you don't have to have a conference championship, and we've seen enough examples of that that we now go back and we can, I guess, take a sort of the backward view of 2014, the over-our-shoulder look at 2014, and say, yeah, okay, I get it. And so over the last nine seasons, there have been nine Decembers, There have been a lot of examples of this. So at the top with Georgia and Michigan, that's fine. And then you have Texas Christian, which was 12-0, didn't have a 13th game, didn't have a championship, but they were sitting at three last week. This probably will reinforce that 
what the committee says about there is no really moving up or moving down because TCU held firm at three. Well, they lost. That to be penalized. Well, no, because they didn't start this week. Sunday, Saturday night, I guess, when the committee you know got into it. TCU didn't start Saturday afternoon at three. They started Saturday afternoon just as a team on a board. So, and then they wound up three because everyone's resume changed on Saturday. What do you mean? Alabama didn't even play. Exactly. And a 